Stories to Dismember is a podcast where hosts Aaron, Lindsay, and Miguel recap their horror film pick of the week based on a monthly theme. Sometimes they go on tangents, often they'll crack jokes, but they always return to dismember the film, scene by scene, until leaving you with their final reviews. Subscribe to catch your STDs. All right, welcome to this episode of Stories to Dismember. Hey. We are continuing our vampire theme with the 1985 movie Fright Night, which was picked by yours truly. Nice. Part of Vampire Month, which feels like it's been going on for three months. (laughs) But Fright Night. I like the movie. It's pretty fun. All right. And that was the recording. Uh, that was, that was awesome. it. Good night. Was, Thanks for coming. Was, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Know. I'm just really happy being no here. So, so, I don't know. I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm really glad. Sometimes you seem like you're in a bad I'm mood a, for some reason. In a mood, and I, yeah. I try to like cheer you up, but... <laughs> Without fail, like usually when we start recording and you get on, you're like, oh God. <laughs> and I'm wondering what's going on in Miguel's life right now. Literally he nothing. Just, he just doesn't like us. No, uh, no. But he's stuck with us. Yeah. No, no, no. I feel, I don't know. I feel the opposite. I'm like, oh God, they're going to hate me this week. <laughs> of course, no. If you have listened to all the podcasts, you know Miguel's told us multiple times that he loves us and we love him too. Yeah. I'm just on TikTok a lot. I don't think that helps. No, it's not good for you mentally. I got TikTok brain right now. It's just a bunch of stuff, you know. It's like Twitter is going, I don't know, the world isn't going really great, but I'm kind of happy. Just got a lot on your mind. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. All right. Uh, So we're doing... I don't know. I think I'm in my host kind of thing right now. If you don't mind me hosting, I think. No, go for it. All right. So this week we're doing. I <laughs> just start over. All right. Just <laughs> three, two, one. <laughs> all right. Keep all of this in. So this week we're doing. All right. Let me. Let me just lay it out for whoever. This week we're doing Fright Nine, and we also got a little segment I like to call Draft of the Week. Let me do a little sound effect. Week to week. Hey, we got we got sound effects now, so we're gonna get to that pronto. Anybody want to say anything about their week before that, or? Um, well, I've got drink plans after this record, so that's what I've got going on. <laughs> okay, so Lindsay's got drink plans. Aaron, you got anything? You got a train going by my house. Yeah. You got a train going by. <laughs> I, I heard it. It's Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> And I, and I, I think I'm just gonna go back into VR, into my own little world after this. So I we all got stuff we're gonna set so badly. Did you see the video I sent you, or did you? I just, haven't seen it yet. No. I've been working like crazy. I've been yeah, working it's crazy. Hard. Working hard, get that money. Except when I've been on TikTok, that's been uh, very distracting. Yeah, true. <laughs> all right, so we got that. We got plans. We, it's br- pretty much we got plans. We're busy people. As always, you know, we're artists, we're workers, we're artists. Yeah, we're all creatives. 
I think that's why our minds are all over the place all the time too. And we just like feed off of each other's frantic, chaotic energy. Yeah. Do we drive Stratton crazy? I don't know. I might have him emotionally prepared since he has to live with me every day. Is he just more or less like, okay, I'll just sit here until they get done fucking around. (laughs) It depends on how much he's got on his plate, honestly, (laughs) I think. Stratton, by the way, the person who edits our madness. Very awesome. He is. Give him applause. He'll appreciate that. Mm Mm-hmm. So you want to get into the segment I made up out of nowhere? Because I wanted to yes, make up. Yes, please. Yes. All right. All right. It's my announcer voice. All right. Let's get this week in drafting. All right. I am judge, jury, and executioner. I, uh, I'm the guy who made up this game, and I also play in it, and I decide who wins. All right. <laughs> you got Lindsay in one corner, Aaron in the other. You got a top three, three draft. They have no idea. I just made this up last week. They have no idea what they're drafting this week. And it is up to the flip of a quarter because I am thinking of two things. So even I don't know what it's going to be. So we're all in the dark here. So it's going to flip. One, two, three. And it's heads, which means top three cartoon characters. Any wow. cartoon. Top three. This is pretty much a battle. So whoever has the strongest top three they can think of. It has to be a cartoon character, meaning the show is meant for kids. You can't do any adult cartoons. Or... Oh, he's not coming top three. Yeah, you got to set limits because last week was crazy. If you can is win this, with one word. Is this huh? literal a literal battle where our co- uh, cartoon characters would fight? And Yes. Oh, okay. So, so any imagine all their abilities and feats and whatever. Everything counts as long as their show was meant for kids. So it's kids cartoons. So. Can they be That's um, a stipulation? Comic book characters too that were in a cartoon. As long as they were, as yes, as did they have a? Were they in a cartoon episode meant for kids? That's the barrier. And you got it's the cartoon version, so nothing from the comic book. So whatever they were able to do in that cartoon specifically, meaning. So yeah, I know Superman's been in a lot of stuff, but you have to choose one specific one if you're going that direction. Okay. I'll go first if any. Okay. Actually, actually, scratch that, Lindsay. You got the first pick. You won last week, so you got you got the first pick. Well, mind, but... I'm googling to see if this is even a thing. Because I go hard. If you're gonna put me in a competition, I'm gonna go hard. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. I don't know if he was actually in the cartoon. I was gonna say Galactus. Oh, <laughs> you can find <laughs> one. I don't, if, I don't know if he actually ever appeared in him in any any cartoon. So I'm just gonna say Superman. Hmm, which one? Justice League cartoon one? Justice League, Justice League cartoon. Hmm. All right, and I got SpongeBob. I think SpongeBob wins that, but okay, whatever. It's gonna be. It's just literally. It's literally gonna be just our, us putting our cards on the table, and if anybody wants to say anything, then I can literally that's pick like anybody, and I feel like Miguel's pick will win because he's the, the judge. 
No, no, no. I'm trying to. I see how it's just, it works. I it's see just, how it works. It's just us putting our cards on the table. Okay. And there should be an instant reaction. Somebody should say one thing and it'd be like, okay, that, we're going to go by instinct. We're going to all say our three ones and there should be like, it should be clear who would win in that situation. So at least that's why, <laughs> that's what I thought of. That's all yeah. I got for this week. So. Superman, SpongeBob. Yes. And mine's a underdog. Nice. Fuck. You know what? That's pretty strong, actually. Damn. He's the Superman of dogs. <laughs> That's pretty That's true. strong. Lindsay, you got another one? Samurai Jack. Fuck. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, I need to write these down. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so Lindsay's got Superman, Samurai Jack, Aaron's got Underdog, I got SpongeBob. Let me see my second pick. It's going to be... Timmy Turner. Do you know who Timmy Turner is? Fairly Odd yeah. Parents. He's got magic. So, <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do with that? I'm going to go with He-Man, Master of the Universe. Nice. Fuck, he's magic too. Shit. These are really strong teams, actually. Okay. Lindsay, you got another one? Mighty Last Mouse. Game. Another Superman-inspired character. Wow. I think Mighty Mouse would fuck up Underdog, honestly. All right, but <laughs> <laughs> what's whose turn is it? Aaron, is it? Do you have another one for the third? Yeah, I'm gonna go with an old favorite, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny can fuck shit up. Yep, he's got a direct connection to the Acme Corporation. <laughs> shit. All right. Well, God damn it. I already lost. <laughs> what the heck? I already lost. Fuck. Yeah, Bugs Bunny's too far. <laughs> all right, fuck it. My, all right, whatever. Might as well even it out. Daffy Duck. I lost. My team sucks. Fuck! <laughs> you came up with this theme. I did. I never. Oh God! It's up to you guys too. If you even want to debate, I think Bugs Bunny already wins automatically, unless Lindsay yeah, wants I'm, to make I'm, it. Worth... I'm cool with letting yeah. Uh, yeah. Aaron have that win. I feel like that's a strong mm -hmm. team. Yeah, you can't really do much with that. My team sucked. Shit. All right. I feel like well, Bugs Bunny is just inherently undefeatable. Yeah, that was too strong. God damn it. All right, well, Aaron wins <laughs> this week. That <laughs> uh, was it for this week's edition of, uh, what did I call it? Drafts, whatever. I don't know. Come back next week. All right, that's enough of that. Awesome. Maybe one of these days I'll win my own game that I invented. <laughs> <laughs> which I have total control of <laughs> which I can pick whatever topic I want and that's it for that whatever that was alright into the movie review uh, Aaron do you want to say anything about the movie you chose this week just Fright Night Fright Night mm -hmm. um, I want to know what the movie that's playing during the opening scene 
Yeah. Well, in the credits of the movie, it does show like what film clips they used, but a lot of them are just made up, I think. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so they just filmed the scene. Yeah. For the scene, in the scene. Yeah. Very meta. Very meta. Hey, let's just get into it here. I really like this movie. It opens with a wolf howl. I'm not going to do a wolf howl. I was about to, but I'm not. Slow panning to a house. We hear two characters speaking. One is named John. Another is a woman talking. They ask, what was that noise? It's a child of the night. It's a Dracula reference. Child of the children of the night. It never looks so pale. Lips so red. Love to kiss them. Then we see it's a, a, a guy on the TV. And it's a vampire movie. Somebody's watching a vampire movie inside a vampire movie. That's crazy. That's awesome. So we pan into a room. And it's... You keep seeing more of the TV. And we see the hero of that movie. Not the one we're watching, but the one on the TV inside the movie we're watching. It's Peter Vincent, vampire killer. It's going to be some foreshadowing. It's going to be pretty important later on. So remember the name Peter Vincent, vampire killer. And he's... Isn't yes. he also sort of like a TV host? Yeah, like a TV like a. And he's a local one at that. Like this is like a local station yeah. that shows horror movies, and he's a host and yeah, sort of had, seems to be actually, referencing Vincent Price. Yeah, he actually mm-hmm. hosts the show called Fright Night. Yeah. In the movie. Yes. Which I really dumbly didn't even catch until way later into the movie. So it was, a, <laughs> it was really dumb. Oh, but yeah, Peter Vincent's vampire killer, kind of like Elvira. You know Elvira. I love Elvira. Billy Bob, Elvira. All them. Billy Bob, all of them. Elvira. I didn't grow up with Elvira, but I grew up with the Crypt Keeper. That's awesome. He was my host with the most. Host with the most. Very good. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, it's crazy. You don't. Really, it's like none that doesn't really exist anymore. Mm. I guess like on YouTube, I guess you could find people or whatever. But or like on Shutter, Billy Bob is on Shutter. Yeah. That's cool. It's not the same feeling anymore. But whatever. I cut to inside the room. See a couple macking out. Macking out. Instead of making out. Macking out. Uh, <laughs> Peter Vincent on TV. We meet our two... You know, the car couple is Charlie and Amy. Couple still making out. Even though... T- <laughs> Even though Amy kind of wants to watch the TV, I guess. Huh? Yeah, well, she gets she gets excited on Peter's behalf. Behalf, oh, yeah. Not Peter, fuck Charlie's uh, behalf. Uh, Charlie, yeah. Because apparently he's a big fan of this guy, Peter Vincent. Yeah. Or, or it's just an excuse to not go further. Like she, yeah. she seems skittish about taking the making out further. Yeah, yeah, she's scared of going further, and Charlie gets frustrated at that. You know, so it's, 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 it's I've seen this a thousand times in like movies, like nineties, like eighties, nineties movies. It's like it's like this exact scene where the uh, lady doesn't want to go any further, but the guy gets angry about it. It's like alrighty, but Amy gets in bed, like she kind of she know, changes her mind. Her mind, I guess. Um, but Charlie gets distracted by the oh outside. 
he sees a coffin being carried into the house next door. This is the days before iPhones, people, so he can really record it. You know if this happened today, it'd be on TikTok right now. It'd be like a guy recording and be like, what the fuck is You see this shit? Neighbors moved in, the coffin. A part one TikTok, see, part That'd two. They'd be making goofy faces and stuff. Yeah. And zooming yeah. in on their face. Is this the coffin? Do you but see this? Like, but the person recording wouldn't have an iPhone. They'd have like a flip phone. And yeah. And you're like, what the hell is this? If I get a thousand likes, I'll make a part two. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God. This whole movie would be a TikTok series if it happened right now to somebody. It'd be like, all right, I'm going inside the house. It's like... <laughs> Guys, he just... Ca- Alright, I'm not going to spoil the movie. <laughs> but I was, uh, <laughs> I was about, <laughs> about to spoil the movie and TikTok post. Uh, Alright. So, so, Charlie... She, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. changes her mind and wants to have sex after all. So, she, like, undresses and gets into bed. And then he gets distracted this time <laughs> by the, the coffin going into the neighbor's house. And then she gets angry. Yeah. Oh, my God. Even though it'd be so easy, like if somebody told me, "Hey, there's a coughing a coughing outside," I'd be like, "Are you serious? I'd need to run over there and see if it's yeah, real." Yeah, I would. I would be curious too. But damn, bro! Like nobody believed anything in the before times. Uh, nowadays, everybody would believe anything anybody said. Right. I literally believe if a stranger told me this person is a vampire, I'd 100% believe them. Because why the fuck? Unless they looked like they're on drugs. Because that's that's such a crazy thing to say to somebody. It's like, all right, I believe you. You look crazy, bro. All right. All right. Gets distracted. Amy leaves angrily. Charlie runs after her. Mom starts giving weird mom advice. Yeah, she starts giving them divorce stats. They're in high school, people. Of course they're in high school. Uh, America. I'm talking to America right now. She's, like, giving them, like, marriage advice and... These kids are just like in high school dating. They're not ready yeah. for that mom. By the way, I didn't look up the ages of the actors playing these kids, so I don't know if they were like how old they were. I'm imagining in their twenties, probably. That's what I'm guessing. Uh, so I, I was. Uh, we can get more into it later, but I was very grossed out uh, by this yeah. movie. Uh, yeah. So Stratton did look up the female actors age for me at least and i think she was 28 wow which is wild i mean actors today still play teenagers and high schoolers even when they're in their 30s so it's not that far removed from our even yeah fucking talk right now it's not (laughs) far removed from our current reality like this is a thing that still happens older actors playing teenagers but it's just the fact that we're seeing so much like yeah teenagers in in these situations specifically yeah it's crazy it's like every movie (laughs) where there are teenagers is like crazy all right so yeah mom gives them divorce stats news uh, i have written here news says man murdered near railroad lines foreshadowing so I don't know. I think I just skipped whatever the mom said and Amy leaving. Ang- oh, yeah. Charlie is still distracted. Amy leaves angrily. Charlie didn't even <laughs> tell her goodbye or anything. Okay, that's <laughs> that is rude. That is rude. Charlie was wrong for that. He could have at least said goodbye to her to his girlfriend. I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, they're both they're both kind of dumb teens. Yeah. Did they say what grade they were in? 
I'm just I'm gonna assume senior. No, I don't think so. Just yeah, to make it. it yeah. I'm just gonna assume senior, and they're at least eighteen. That's our canon. Yeah, because if not, then to make it's even feel a little bit more comfy. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next day at school, Amy's still mad at Charlie. She kind of just walks right through him. All right. Well, yeah, it is what it is. Um, we meet his friend Ed, Evil Ed. Kind of just introed him. Uh, yeah, he's crazy. So yeah, I just kind of skipped that. <laughs> Charlie gets home, sees a oh, sees a pretty lady. Get out of a taxi, asking for the house next door. And yeah, she's very pretty. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's happening? She's a pretty lady. No, the way you yelled. <laughs> next door. House next door. Oh, that killed me. Oh. So out of pretty. Sorry. Pretty pretty ladies in this movie, honestly. Yeah, a lot of a lot of naked, sexy ladies. Yeah, we got a dance scene later. I'm gonna talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, Charlie. I like Charlie's car, red with the the gray. Like I, I liked it. I like his car. Yeah, so he goes uh, in his house, talks to mom. Says uh, he's she's met the guy next door. Mom says no. Mom says he has a living carpenter, which means something, I guess. I don't know what that means. Uh, he yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. What would that mean? <laughs> oh well, it is the times. <laughs> I'm still focused on the pretty lady, uh, but whatever. Everybody's got what they're focused on. And Charlie goes to study. Charlie's studying later that night. Hears woman scream. Not a good sign. Sees the light next door flick off. Sees light flick off next door. He gets flicked off by the light next door. Uh, next day. <laughs> yeah. Next day, Charlie and Amy make up as they do from a, Or she says it was her fault for getting mad, which I don't know. It's weird. But I don't know. Kind of don't like this couple. <laughs> kind of just waiting for the vampire to show up, honestly, at this point. <laughs> I'm kind of waiting for something. <laughs> well, what's going to happen? Uh, at least we're getting the main characters here. Charlie gets distracted by the news on TV, by the corpse found. Pictures of the woman he saw the day before, the pretty lady. Which she was also a prostitute, I guess that was important to say. <laughs> which, I don't know. That's a weird thing for a vampire to... Right, I'm not going to get into the fucking canon or lore about this movie. I'm just Reason trying to... He did it. Yeah, it's... I don't know. All right, whatever. His friend, Evil Eddie. I call him Evil Ed this whole time, so... I just like the name Evil Ed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like his nickname, which he doesn't like, I guess. We later find out. Yeah, it's... He doesn't like being called that, Evil. so... He's so still, gonna, I don't know, it seems kind of douchey to call your friend a nickname that they don't like. Yeah. I wasn't even sure that they were friends because... Yeah, it was weird. weird. weird interaction. Weird relationship. Yeah. Charlie has weird relationships with everybody around him. I mean, him. and Evil Eddie's kind of weird, too. Like, he's, he's always laughing, and that makes him very likable, but he also seems like he, he teases Charlie just as much, maybe. Yeah. I was going to say, and like, 
he he exists. This yeah. guy exists yeah. in high school. I've seen yeah. him. <laughs> I remember friends that you kind of grew up with, and you were always yeah. friends with just because. You know, because if you yeah. met a guy like out on the street somewhere, you would never hang out with him, but you just grew up with yeah. him, so he's there. And there's, there's also kids that can dish it out, but they can't take it. And I guess that's kind of how evil Eddie is, too. I can see that. Yeah, it's like I talked to him at school, but I would never hang out with him. <laughs> out of, yeah, like you said. Uh, so, news, so as far as we know, two people die, have died in the course of... A couple of days, I guess, since Eddie have seen that funeral, that uh, coffin. I guess I don't know. Not really a timeline in this movie. Kind of stuff just kind of happens, you know. You make up whatever timeline you want. Could be like three days or like a week, up to you. So yeah, he's watching the TV. He gets distracted, and then Amy gets angry again about being ignored, even though he's watching the news. People can watch the news, I guess. And what does she do? <laughs> She throws something at him, does some type of food. I didn't really catch oh, what I don't it was. Know. My notes are a mess this time. She throws something in his face. I, I, I thought it was like cake at first, but I looked back. I don't know. It was like some kind of burger. I don't know. I don't know. Aaron, do you know what yeah. she... No. It, I'm kind of the same way. Like at that moment, I kind of looked away and looked back and he had shit all over his face. <laughs> she threw something in his face, which... I don't know. That's not really a healthy relationship, I would say. Jesus. Uh, well, teenage hormones. Yeah. It is what it is. So Charlie back home starts looking around neighbor's house. So we see a guy inside the house, which whose name is Bob or Billy something. Billy. Billy? Okay. The neighbor, Jerry? No, the who, who helps Jerry. Oh, I did not bother. I did not bother to learn his name. The lackey, the goon, the henchman, the sidekick. Or he yeah. could be a secret lover. I got yeah. some vibes. I got some vibes from them. <laughs> Gotta make some fan fiction. It probably exists already. I'm not even gonna bother. <laughs> it's better. But, um, so he's snooping around the neighbor's house. I see a guy inside, Bob Billy. Oh, shit, I already forgot. What is his fucking name? Sorry. Billacky. Billy. Okay. All right. Billy, Billy and Jerry. Billy and Jerry. Ben and Jerry. Not Ben and Jerry. Billy and Bill and Jerry. Painting. He was painting inside the inside black, right? Or is he was painting something black? I don't know. Painting he, the windows. Painting the windows. I thought he was painting like. I thought the whole inside was going to be black. I thought it was going to be cool. Uh, Charlie. He gets scared off by Billy. Billy Bob Thornton, by the housekeeper keeper but man charlie i like i, I kind of start liking charlie throughout the movie i don't know he's just fucking insane he's crazy charlie's fucking <laughs> he's, he's seen a lot so charlie at night monitoring the house next door kind of like monster house he's got the binoculars he's all he's got his tools with the movie monster movie playing in the background he falls asleep obviously but then he wakes up see woman and man so woman and jerry next door through the window uh see the guy next door jerry it's pretty much figure out he's a vampire he's a vampire shows his fangs about to bite the woman's neck but obviously she's naked she gets naked first they're uh, very naked (laughs) very naked in front of the window almost like he wanted somebody to see because come on 
Was this when I messaged you guys that this was like way nakeder or hornier than yeah. Nocturna? <laughs> way yes. Way, way... nakeder hornier yeah and if it wasn't for the weird stuff later on i would say it way succeeded way more in being sexier yeah <laughs> nocturna i'm so glad to hear you say all of that because that's exactly how i feel way sick we'll get to a dancing scene later wow if it wasn't Yikes. weird it was if it wasn't in that context of weird it, it was actually just alone it was pretty sexy i'm not gonna lie it was it was like all right but it's still weird. If this character, if these two main characters were not teenagers, yeah, or at least if the girl wasn't, then I'd be like, all in. <laughs> I was just so far removed from this movie. But yeah, when we get to yeah. it, I'll, I'll pitch in with the moments that pulled me back in. But yeah, so naked lady about to get eaten by a vampire. This is like that sexy neck biting. Like the difference between sexy and not sexy. <laughs> oh yeah, like ripping out a jugular. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. like this is like the biting that feel that looks like it might feel good. That's enough for that. Enough for that. We'll get to it later on. But it gets way hornier later on. But uh, yeah. So Charlie is seeing all of this. He's a naked lady. Instantly hooked. Sees the vampire fangs. Gets scared. I mean, Sees the, yeah. What's this up? kid. There's no need for him to get playboys or anything like. Yeah, we see the playboys. Neighbors. Mm-hmm. Just bearing it all, can't relate. I've never had, I've never had neighbors that close to me, like where I could see their windows. Like, <laughs> thankfully, I feel yeah, like thankfully. normally if somebody was going to do that right beside their window, they're just an exhibitionist. Like, there's yeah. no doubt about it. Oh yeah. In this case, I don't think he was really thinking about it because he does end up closing the blinds, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he he sees Charlie snooping in, peeping, peeping Charlie, uh, and uh, he closes the blinds. And we see his nails, which are vampire. Just imagine like Nosferatu vampire long nails. Even the way he closes the blinds is kind of sexy too. I'm not. Everything <laughs> he does is very erotic <laughs> for some reason. Just the way he yeah, plays. he makes direct eye contact with Charlie as he closes yeah. the blinds. It's like wow. All right, bro. You trying to seduce me, man? God dang. He was um, just in that mood. Yeah, in that mood. So Charlie freaks out. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie freaking out is kind of my favorite part of this whole movie. Just the way he, he he's very good at that. So Charlie <laughs> freaks out, tries telling his mom, "Mom ain't no help. Yeah, mom ain't gonna help you with the vampire, dude. He's not gonna wake up for that nonsense." <laughs> so Charlie goes outside. Obviously, the dummy hides in a bush, like Metal Gear Solid, like fucking Solid Snake. He's uh, hiding in a bush. So we see Billy, and Charlie sees Billy, and the vampire's lackey, carrying a, a, a body-shaped bag, a shaped a body, a bag-shaped and body form, carrying it outside, putting it in the trunk of a car. I wonder what's inside it. P- we see a POV shot of someone running on the I thought this was really cool the POV shot of the on top of the roof running gliding down to the ground I thought that was sick I'm gonna steal that man next door oh sorry so Jerry the vampire handing Billy something he handed him like a bag or something I don't know it's probably something that belonged to the woman he's like you forgot this 
And uh, yeah, they're going to probably dispose of the body, the victim's body. This time, Charlie's seeing this, mom comes to the door calling for Charlie. Obviously getting everyone's attention, obviously. And then the vampire, Jerry, sees Charlie in the bush. We get a wide shot. At this point, I laughed really hard because we get a wide shot and we see how not hidden Charlie was. He was <laughs> not. Yeah, everybody could see him. It's like see through. Like, come on, bro. Like, this is like the worst hiding place ever. Jesus Christ. Everybody could see him. So Charlie runs back inside the house. I left. He's like, Mom. <laughs> like, Mom. We're trying to fucking do a thing. And he pushes the mom back inside. <laughs> oh, we guess time passes. And mom prepares hot cocoa for Charlie, which I thought, wow, I need a hit of that. I need a sip of that hot cocoa, bro. I could go for that right now. His mom thinks Charlie had a nightmare. Which is, is come on, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Charlie pretty much screams at her that he's not sick and that the guy next door is a vampire. A what? A what? A vampire, damn it. I like to transition here. We get a transition shot from mo- the mom saying a what to Amy saying a what? It's like a vampire, damn it. I thought that was cool. <laughs> so he's just telling everybody. <laughs> he's just, he told Amy. Amy doesn't believe him, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I like this. Amy. <laughs> Amy's like, like, is this a trick to get me back or something? Or like to say you're sorry about what happened or something? I like Charlie's reaction. It's like a pause. It's like, uh, I need to call the police. <laughs> like, I need to. Get, I gotta get out of here. This, this chick's crazy. It's like she's crazy for not believing me. It's crazy. Charlie's really like, good. I feel like if I had had you voicing over this whole movie, yeah, like if it had some just Miguel commentary from beginning to end, I would have liked this movie a whole lot more. <laughs> Some crazy Miguel commentary. Just yes. me some. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty funny. Uh, the movie has some funny moments. Or I think I just like the way Charlie is reacting to everything. I like, I like that. I like that somebody knows that it's a vampire immediately. And like, I like that mm. dynamic. And he's just telling everybody nobody's believing him. I like. It's like, where does it go? Especially since vampire movies exist in this universe, so. He knows what a vampire is, so that's cool. And I just like nobody. <laughs> it's like this actor, whoever played Charlie's reaction to everything. He, I think he played it really awesomely. It's very good. So he's going to the police, and Amy tells Charlie they'll lock him up. For I mean, we should have one of these days where we have like two hours set aside for to watch a movie, where we just comment our, over it. I think that should be good. Whenever mm-hmm. our next extra, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that should be good. Okay, we're okay. So yeah, so he goes to the police, and amazingly, oh well, he said he wasn't going to tell him it was a vampire. He said, but he did, you know, about the body and everything. So mm, they had to believe him that for that. That's a murder suspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they 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 got a lieutenant to come. I think the first time in one of these, or maybe in maybe one other movie where the police are actually doing their job, kind of, kind of actually investigating. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that too. He said, leave a message, <laughs> a message box. Uh, <laughs> what's that called? Machine. It's an answering machine. <laughs> Whatever. 
call it what you want. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, what's the yeah. point of words? They're all made up anyway. It's whatever. So Lieutenant comes with Charlie. So that's nice. Police doing their job. So they come inside. She's looking around. Charlie sees a portrait that looks a lot like his girlfriend, Amy. Some foreshadowing. Uh, foreshadowing. The statue or was there a portrait like a painting. as well? Wow, I, I didn't, the, the, I didn't uh, catch that. Yeah, he saw it for like a split second and before going crazy. Uh, but he's, uh, he's like, that was weird to me because there was no, I guess it's just a reference to like older vampire movies when it mm-hmm. shows a vampire's long lost love in portrait form or whatever. And then they're later reincarnated i guess yeah like they were yeah, reincarnation they don't explain that in this film but it's definitely a reference that's used before yeah used before you just got to be in the know of vampire lore vampire movies so. so yeah so the lieutenant asking questions but the problem is charlie ain't got no evidence for anything he's saying even just the real stuff like he saw the man carry a body outside it's like what did he say? Is like, oh, he said something like, "Do you have any proof or something?" He's like, well, you can't, "Yeah, I mean, he got you there, man. You can't really prove that. It's just an accusation. Police can't really do much with that. They got to have a body." So as Charlie keeps talking, he's just sounding more crazy. <laughs> Says there is a coffin in the basement. I like that the cop laughed at him as he left. <laughs> like, this crazy kid. Yeah. It's like- He's like, this This kid's a teenager. He's old yeah. enough to know better. At this point, the cop's just like, okay. Yeah, I like the line Charlie says, uh, go to the basement and you see a coffin. You'll see, you see, uh, what's Jerry's last name? The vampire's last name. He's like, you'll see him there sleeping the sleep of the undead. He's like, okay, bro. Don't have to be Dr. Loomis about it. Don't have to be super dramatic about it. <laughs> He's getting in his dramatic bag. Charlie is. <laughs> Coming with the one-liners. Uh, Charlie. So yeah, the cop just laughs him off and just like, all right, whatever, dude, crazy kid. And the cop leaves. And then Charlie looks at his watch, realizes, it, realizes it's almost night. And you got Billy looking at him menacingly from the window. Uh-oh. It's almost nighttime. That's not good. So Charlie, he ain't got nowhere else to go. He goes to Evil Ed for vampire advice. Of course, everybody knows anything about that. It's going to be your kind of weird friend, kind of not really friend, the weirdo. So he asks him for vampire advice. And evil, even Evil Ed is laughing at him. He's like, come on, bro. <laughs> He's like, really, dude? He's like, all right, whatever. Uh, Charlie gives him eight bucks. <laughs> so that's cool. Makes some money. Who's he to turn down a fool's money? I like Evil Ed. He's, yeah, I do too. So for eight bucks, Evil Ed dispenses his vampire knowledge onto Charlie, even though Charlie should know about it because of Peter. Because he's the movie-loving expert, yeah, the horror right. movie yeah, expert. You, you think he yeah. knows something. Yeah, how do you not know about the basics of vampire hunting, even if a vampire hunter is your favorite? Charlie ain't the brightest, I'm guessing. <laughs> so he goes to there. For eight bucks, he gets the knowledge of Evil Ed gives Charlie a cross, tells him to get some garlic, some holy water. Got to get a priest to say a blessing over it, though. Uh, and 
a vampire can't enter your house without being invited. Very, very important. So Charlie's all prepped up with vampire deterrence, I guess. I don't know. He's, he's fucking dumb. Back at Charlie's house, Charlie locking the window with nails. Or like, you know what I'm saying. How do you describe that? So nobody could open it. Yeah. yeah nailing shit the windows. Mm-hmm. Tell uh, his mom. I don't think we ever get a name for his mom. He's, she's his mom. Mom tells Charlie to come down to meet someone. <laughs> oh, who could it be? I wonder. Is it his girlfriend? No. It's his boyfriend. It's the vampire neighbor. Uh, mom. It's Jerry. The va- Jerry is something. Oh, it's his last name. Whatever. They call him by his last name a lot during the movie, but I didn't even... I, I don't know. I just call him Jerry. <laughs> Jerry the vampire. Yeah, the mom... You know, like you invite a guest in, she invited the vampire in. Mom, Mom. not her. Mom. 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 Why'd you let the vampire in, Mom? Mom. The mom. All right, that's the only way I can say mom now. Mom says he can come at any time he wants. Not helping the matter. So he pretty much has free reign. He can enter the house whenever he wants now because the mom gave him that power. God damn it, dude. <laughs> like everything. All of those preparations that he took. Literally. Jesus Christ. Damn, bro. This part was so goofy to me, too, because mm-hmm. he starts backing away like in I very obvious it. horror. I and loved the it. The mom doesn't like notice or anything. <laughs> I loved his reaction. Yeah, I he's loved freaking it. out and she's oblivious. I loved it so much. Yeah, Char- Charlie's shocked reaction backing up. It's like, oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. I don't even know if I'd call it exaggerated, because if I was in his position, I would be freaking out, too. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, I need yeah. to get out of here. Mom, oh, yeah, what yeah. are you doing? Mom, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? Get away from him. He's going to drink your blood. <laughs> I think I'd be even more freaked out than him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't have snooped. Uh, this wouldn't have happened to me. I wouldn't have uh, if I was spying through the <laughs> window, a different state. Yeah, mind my own business. Yeah, mind my own business, dude. Or at least not make it obvious I was looking through the window. You know, if I was going for a peep show, Jesus Christ! It's like Jesus. <laughs> it all started because they were at the window. It's like I don't even know whose fault that is, really. Yeah, that's Jerry's fault. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. Be smarter, Jerry. If you're gonna be a vampire and <laughs> vampire, like, taking victims. Yeah. You don't have to do it nakedly in front of your bedroom window. Get your shit together, Jerry. No one says but what happens next? Uh, do we just cut to at night after that? Yeah. That was literally my next word in my notes. Night. Night. Nighttime. You know what that brings. Batman. No. <laughs> It's the children of the night. Right, whatever. Children of the night. <laughs> I love that accent. Mm, but, um, that Transylvanian. Yeah. Children of the night. That's very good. You should be a Dracula. I'm going right, to I'm gonna cast you in my movie as Dracula. Aw, sweet. Yeah. And not even a just straight up Dracula. That's your name. You're just Dracula. Just whatever. I love it. Anyway, apart from that. Cut to Charlie in his chair, his vampire killing chair, 
with the cross in his hand. He's prepped up. He's ready. He's ready for war. He hears the noise, as you do at night. If I heard a noise at night, I'm going under the covers. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> not looking. safe. Yeah, where it's safe. It's a protective barrier. Here's noise. Charlie goes walking downstairs, cross in hand. Got the power of God and vampire movies by his side. Goes downstairs, sees it. <laughs> <laughs> Were you referencing that meme with the... Yeah. <laughs> with the kid. I loved it. I miss high school. I love that dumb shit, kids. That kid also existed in my high school. Got the anime <laughs> kids going crazy. You'll have to link Aaron that. Oh, yeah. I'll put it in the thing here. So Sorry. Charlie's got the power of God and anime on his side. God and yeah, yeah, kind of. Kind, yeah. His, his horror obsession. Yeah. He's got the power of God and horror yeah. obsession on his side. Yeah, and evil Ed's advice. Yeah, um, goes downstairs. Sees a. It's a branch making in the noise. Obviously, obviously, obviously. When is it not? I thought it was a mouse, so it wasn't obvious to me. Was it a mouse? Oh, okay. <laughs> was it a mouse? Oh, sorry. I just no, no, no. It was a it was a tree branch like scraping across a window, making the oh, sounds. Oh, sorry. Oh, I thought I thought. Oh, sorry. I thought I was right. <laughs> I thought I was completely wrong. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. It was a tree squeaking, as trees do. That that was a real thing in my grandma's house. You would uh, if you didn't know to like. It was like a stranger in her house. Like you would always hear like a a noise that sounded like somebody like a squeak that sounded like a person like almost screaming, but it was just the air going through like one of the walls that had like a hole in it. That freaked me out always every time (laughs) I heard it. It's like, oh God, it's that noise again. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That would freak out anybody. But uh, yeah. So yeah, it's a branch making a noise. Uh, And we cut to vampire inside mom's room. Just straight up. (laughs) Just not like not even like any hesitation. No, he's just he's right. He's in the house. He's inside the house. He made it in because the mom gave him permission to. But yeah. But Later. why did he hypnotize her? Or what's he doing no. there so late at night? No, I mean no, no. I mean she she literally just gave him free reign when she said he can come anytime he anytime. wants to. That anytime. But yeah. why? But what? But what's Anytime. with her lackluster reaction? Like, Did because you, uh, usually when people say that, they don't mean it literally. They just mean it like in a fun neighborly way. Like, yeah, you guys can come over anytime, Aaron and Miguel. But if you were here at my door, like, yes, uh, tomorrow, out of the blue without telling me, I would be like, what the fuck? I didn't mean that literally, guys. <laughs> well, I mean, she was asleep. And yeah, and by the way, oh, yeah, she was asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was asleep. Okay. But, uh, but also, you're right. Jerry is not very subtle in the way he says things to the people he's talking to. Like, it's very obviously threatening. <laughs> like, when, when she said that in the conversation before, he does say, like, you hear that, Charlie? I can come by at any time. Any, yeah. Tonight. <laughs> that been a red flag to the mom. Yeah. Especially how heavy-handedly he said that. This weirdo saying that to your high school kid. <laughs> by the way <laughs> it makes him sound like a different kind of predator yeah yeah come on bro all right so we got this going jerry's in the room he leaves the mom's room closing the door breaks the door frame kind of handle thing showing the strength he has i thought that was cool 
and just showing just straight up like he not even trying just closing the door he breaks it i thought that was cool charlie goes back to his room and oh i see you know jerry going to charlie's room you know whistling whatever he was whistling (laughs) yeah just very nonchalantly charlie goes back to his room and vampire jerry comes out the closet walks up right behind him get a little pause here charlie (laughs) feeling the presence of somebody else in the room which is a real thing that's like a real thing people have which is very cool to we have like that instinct kind of like spider sense where we can sense somebody Mm -hmm. i always thought that was cool i'd like it's a real thing that exists people have that i don't know where we evolved with that that's awesome people are cool so vampire (laughs) just straight up the vampire goozles him (laughs) Goozles Charlie. Goozle meaning choking him out. That's I uh, like the it's a wrestling term, pro wrestling. Goozle? Goozle. He goozled Oozle? Charlie. Yeah, goozled him. Goozle. Goozle. It's when you That's choke silly. Oh, wow. Wow. And now you're saying pro wrestling silly. Come on now. That's a we, silly <laughs> term. I dare you. <laughs> yeah, it's very silly. That's yes, so funny. I love that. Yeah. Choke, oh, and he says he says he warns him not to wake his mom. I don't like the way Jerry says things. He was saying that to me. I'm like, all right, what are you what are you trying to do here, man? Well, can I just like jump in here real quick? Mm-hmm. The thing that killed me, Jerry sneaks up behind Charlie and goozles him and warns <laughs> him not to wake his mom. But then, then he immediately grabs Charlie by the throat yeah. and pushes his head outside the window and then like a photo of amy is accidentally knocked out of the window uh falls onto the fence separating their houses smashes and the fence impels that photo already a lot of noise okay (laughs) that's a cool little foreshadowing i guess uh with her yeah being severed through that uh, with that fence but then charlie stabs through his hand with a pencil like a stake and uh, Jerry freaks out. Lots of noise, lots of noise, freaking out. So after all that warning, like, they made a lot of noise anyway. And guess what? Mom still doesn't wake up. Did anybody else think that when he stabbed his hand with a pencil that he should have stabbed himself in the neck as well? Oh, stabbed. Uh, he should have stabbed Jerry in the neck too? No. He, Jerry had his hand around Charlie's neck and Charlie stabs his hand. Oh, I yeah. just assumed it was the other hand. Was and it? When he pulled, pulled it away. He was stabbing the hand the, that was grappling. The pencil was halfway through his hand. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that should have stabbed through Charlie's throat, too. Anyways. That's wild. <laughs> that would have been a very short movie if he just <laughs> them both out. Also, Jerry also threw Charlie into the closet area making yeah. a bunch of noise also before yeah uh, shoving him out the window and uh mom's so a heavy sleeper she's yeah. a heavy <laughs> just thinks it's dreams as we see here um we don't know how long jerry's been a vampire but i like the idea that he hasn't been a vampire for very long because, yeah like he's terrible at hiding himself killing his victims you know like very openly nakedly in front of his window mm-hmm. And then he's very bad at, like, being quiet after he warns his victim to be quiet. (laughs) He's not very, very good at this. No, not really. Another thing, Charlie tried to use the cross 
remember, but it doesn't work for the, mm. like it doesn't affect him as we later find out is a reason for that. Uh, and yeah, he, yeah, all that happens. Uh, Charlie stabs him through the hand with a pencil, causing damage. Which is surprising. Vampire uh, <laughs> Jerry does a little twirl as his reaction. He does a little like spin move, <laughs> and he shows his true vampire form, which I thought was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. the practical effects looked like bestial, mm-hmm. very very beast like like monster straight monster up monster bat. Yeah, thought that was. Cool. I was just, I was just glad that they. Um, it was really cool, but I was also glad that they just didn't want to make him inherently sexy throughout the whole movie. Yeah, like, yeah, show him his true form. Like an anime, my true <laughs> form. <laughs> da, da, da. So the mom finally wakes up, <laughs> and she calls Charlie through the door. She's like, Charlie. And yeah. Uh, vamp- uh, Jerry leaves. Where did he leave through? Well, he f- after he freaks out, he changes into. Yeah. Like, uh, back to normal. Oh, he doesn't turn into like a bat bat, does he? Just a monster bat. Yeah. And then the so mom. I don't know. The mom comes, you know, interrupts them fighting, I guess. <laughs> interrupts Jerry. <laughs> and he leaves through a door. Which I didn't. Did he leave like through the bathroom window or something? I don't. He just walks out the door, and I don't know where he went to. <laughs> I assume it was a, out a I window of some sort. Uh, but yeah, thought those. I thought he would fly away out the broken window, but no, he literally just walks through one other door. But all right, whatever. So he leaves, and then Charlie tells mom he had a nightmare. I guess he doesn't want to tell her. He was just attacked by a vampire. Not that she would believe it anyway. And yeah. And she also says she had a nightmare where she was naked or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Cut to Charlie sits next to the open broken window. Why? <laughs> That's the last <laughs> place I would be. It's like prime attack. You're, you're, you're in a position to be attacked so easily. Jesus Christ. But I guess he's traumatized. He's been through a lot. <laughs> he's been, so I, 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 yeah, he's, he's, yeah, I don't think Charlie's mental state is right. Yeah. So Charlie sits down. He gets a call. Oh, he turns on the TV. He gets a call from Jerry next door, just taunting him. He says he destroyed Charlie's car. There's nothing compared to what he'll do to Charlie tomorrow night. Just taunting, you know. Is this when he says, you started this, Charlie, and I'm going to finish it? Yeah. Charlie didn't really start anything, though. He just witnessed Jerry's dumb ass, like, not hiding his kill very well. Yeah. I guess he did bring the police over, but they didn't believe him. Literally, the one thing, like, just don't do anything. <laughs> Jerry doesn't have to do anything in this situation. Nobody believes Charlie, and Charlie is in no way going to be able to kill him by himself. So Jerry doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> he can just keep killing people as much as he wants, but whatever. Yeah. So, and Charlie watches the TV. See, Peter Vincent 
the vampire killer on TV. Charlie is super traumatized, I imagine. He believes he believes in Peter Vincent that he's a true vampire killer at this moment. Stupid. Not just an actor on TV. Uh, this is a teenager. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he's in high school on TV. <laughs> I, I kind of love Charlie watching Peter kill. Well, Peter's killing a vampire. He's so into it. Charlie is. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's like getting into it. And yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Calm down. All right, bro. See your your movie idea, Miguel, about little kids tracking down monsters or vampires. I feel mm-hmm. like that would have worked so much better for this premise. Yeah, because like it's so hard to believe that a teenager, like you can believe a teenager would believe in vampires existing if they saw the saw the evidence, but not believe that a self proclaimed vampire hunter <laughs> that they've known on TV this whole time to be like a host of horror movies would be a real vampire hunter. Like that's a little outside yeah. the uh, what's it called threshold for reality or whatever believability the, uh, yeah there is a term for it i know what i know there what you're is. saying and it's driving me crazy i can't think of it suspension it? of disbelief yeah suspension of disbelief yeah that sounds good something like that <laughs> i just thought even without all the vampire stuff happening charlie would still be a weird dude i don't think charlie's <laughs> <laughs> charlie i don't know man but yeah, at least he's focused on the vampire stuff, at least. Yeah, he seems a little uptight. Yeah, he's... Uh, High strung. Yeah, he's... <laughs> he really throws himself uh, to, like, everything a thousand percent, which is kind of admirable, especially yeah, I, li- over... I, I like that. Like, yeah. I'm making fun of him for being a teenager that believes that this TV character is, like, a real vampire hunter, but... I like that he is full heartedly like going for the hero role. Yeah, even even He's if it proactive. looks it looks crazy to everybody else <laughs> for yeah. a reason. He's talking about vampires, so I understand. Next day, Charlie goes to Peter Vincent, which, like you said, is uh, local, which surprised me. I was like, oh wow. Yeah, I, I didn't know that he was local until this scene because, yeah. like, you presume that this is just a normal TV station until, like, Charlie's right there at Vincent, yeah, uh, Vincent's studio job. Just straight up right there. So Charlie, you know, tells him about the vampire next door. Uh, so Charlie goes to Peter Vincent, asks if he was serious about believing in vampires. Peter Vincent says he does. Uh, unfortunately, nobody... <laughs> uh, he was fired, we learned, because if only more kids believed in vampires, his ratings would be higher, which immediately goes to show this dude's an actor. Obviously, he doesn't believe in fucking vampires. He's fucking... Come on, bro. So Charlie tells him about the vampire next door. But he, he was attacked, he destroyed his car, and he's going to kill me. Please help me, Peter Vincent. Peter Vincent rightfully believes Charlie is crazy. Come on, bro. He gets in his car. You know what I would have liked? Mm-hmm. If he said that he was fired because, like, he couldn't 
they decided that he was too cowardly for the role or something. Like he was a coward. Not believable. As, in the role. Yeah. But then like redeems himself during the movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been like a fun way to tie this character in or give him like a purpose. But instead, like it's kind of confusing how he agrees. Oh yeah. 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 Vampires exist. Totally. Even though he doesn't really believe that. And then says that the studio fired him for believing in them too much. And that kids don't believe in vampires. Like, I did not get that. But whatever, whatever. Yeah, I just just thought of it more like he believed in vampires as in, like, they exist in, like, movies. (laughs) As the idea of vampires. It's like, of course, I'm Peter Vincent, vampire killer on TV. Of course, I believe in vampires. Duh, they exist. Don't you see the movies? They're, like... In an actor sort of sense, like, but obviously not in real life. <laughs> this kid, I don't know. It was, it was said. Conf- I know what you're saying. It's it confusing the way it was said in the movie, but they very, very quickly show. Yeah, this guy's just an actor. <laughs> it's like he's just looking for the ratings. And <laughs> I mean, I've heard that line before, though. Like, maybe it's because I've watched a lot of Christmas movies recently. But there's so many movies where. There's this figure, like a Santa Claus, for example, and they're like, well, I don't know. I guess I can't do this thing anymore because kids don't believe me, believe in me or believe in this thing that I wholeheartedly believe in. So to me, it felt like they were trying to create this heartfelt, sad moment or motive. I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain it. It just felt like they were attempting to create some sort of writing but it didn't actually make sense for the the movie or the situation yeah i just kind of ignored that line and it's like all right this guy's just straight up an actor he doesn't he doesn't really he's just looking for a paycheck as we later very see it's like all right he's looking for a job he got fired that's what's on his mind not this crazy kid talking about vampires at at him so yeah so yeah peter vincent charlie's crazy both yeah so he gets in his car and just drives away (laughs) yeah charlie's not getting any help from this guy so we cut to both amy and evil ed go to charlie's house at the same time yeah coincidentally charlie (laughs) they go into charlie's room and they see it's full of candles and crosses Mm -hmm. uh I thought it, it this would make a sick album cover. I thought that was pretty cool. It's like, it's like a, I don't know, it's just very like emo, like emo chic. If I, when I was in my emo phase, I would have loved my room to look like this. <laughs> so, so dramatic and fucking brooding. And I just like, Charlie <laughs> takes everything to the extreme. It's like, <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, evil. Was what, what do they? Uh, Evil Ed. says it's like Fright Night, but I forget what he what do you respond. He says it's like Fright Night, but I forget which. Then reminded me, oh yeah, that's a thing in universe. That's why it's called that in the movie. But I forget why he said that. I don't know if he just said like the room looked like it was straight out of Fright Night, or yeah, yeah, that makes sense. The room straight out of Fright Night. Charlie Charlie plans on sticking a stake through the vampire's heart. <laughs> He's pretty much sneaking. His plan, if nobody showed up that night, was he was going to sneak into the house on a solo mission, open the coffin, and stake this man through the heart, this vampire. 
It's, I think it's pretty intense decision to make by yourself with like a suicide mission. Like Charlie mm-hmm. is a thousand percent into it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Guys, yeah, crazy. I don't remember there being a conversation him having with Amy and Charlie, by the way. Really? For them to come over. Did he talk with them about coming over? Oh, no, no. They just show up. They just show up. <laughs> yeah, it's literally. Yeah, they just show up. And also, like, they, neither of them believed him before, but now they're, they seem to be willing to help him whether or not they believe. Yeah, they're trying to help him not do something crazy like go next door and kill the guy next door because <laughs> that's his doing schoolwork i guess yeah because yeah, charlie literally says yeah i'm gonna go next door and put the stake through his heart it's like okay dude jesus christ amy says that's murder and charlie's like nope you can't kill someone who's already dead <laughs> yep that's yeah yeah I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean that's true so yeah, Amy and Ed trying to convince Charlie to not go. Please don't fucking kill somebody, Charlie. You fucking crazy guy. It's, uh, it's nights. It's not safe. And Amy says it's almost nighttime, right? I'm trying to get on his wavelengths on vampire stuff, and Charlie agrees. It's too dangerous at night. Like an I Am Legend, Will Smith movie. It's like too dangerous at night. Can't be out at night. It's too dangerous. So Amy and Ed say they will go to peter vincent and see if he was willing to help out one more time yeah so they show up to peter vincent and i didn't really get like peter vincent was hiding stuff like i didn't understand he was moving stuff in his house i didn't really get what he was going really yeah it looks like he was maybe like trying to change into his character clothes or something like that i don't know or something more more just just doing so i thought it was more like gonna be important like he's hiding i don't know but uh it doesn't really matter i just but if he was if he was putting on if he was lying to charlie about believing in vampires and if he has all this paraphernalia in his house and if he's putting on like costume pieces as he's talking to them it makes me feel like he's super in love with his job and this role he has like he is a true actor that's what it feels like oh yeah we see that later too he gets into yeah. full actor <laughs> yeah. he's doing it for the kids mm-hmm. very passionate about it mm-hmm. so yeah they're there amy and ed tell peter i have to say peter vincent i have to say the whole name it only feels weird is it peter vincent about charlie he already knows he really does believe that you know and vampires and plans to kill his neighbor peter vincent please help peter says charlie needs a psychologist not a vampire killer hollywood awaits i have a new role at hollywood and amy says i'll give you 500 bucks and peter vincent takes it he's like i'll take it i like that yeah so he'll do it for 500 bucks 500 bucks it's good money yeah it's a lot, honestly, for a, a even one now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, even now, I'd pretend, mm-hmm. yeah, for real, for a one night thing. That's crazy. But mm-hmm. yes, he still yeah. doesn't really believe. So he he agrees. Yes. To call the vampire Jerry and to bring Charlie over with him to prove that he's not a vampire. Yes. So they, that's the plan. They uh, just tricked Charlie into believing the neighbor isn't a vampire anymore, which is not going to work, by the way, because he already saw he was a vampire. 
But that's their plan they came up with. I wrote here, I hope Vincent goes in only to get killed immediately. That would be funny. <laughs> but, but Vincent kind of grew on me, so. Yeah, yeah, true. I, um, I don't, I didn't really want that to happen. <laughs> I thought that was, you know, I thought, I thought he wasn't going to make it on his, but yeah. We, the way they do, they come up with this plan. And they call fucking Jerry the Vampire to tell him the plan too. <laughs> fucking God, man. They, Jesus. It's like everybody's just... Jerry isn't a good vampire, but these people yeah. don't don't help themselves in being not a... Yeah, they're not good vampire killers. <laughs> no. It's like everybody's bad at everything. Except, <laughs> except Charlie, in a sense, at least. You know, at uh -huh. this point, Charlie's the only one who's actually survived a vampire attack at this point. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. So yeah, they call the vampire to tell him the plan. And the vampire says, no crosses, no holy water. Because he believes that's sacrilegious. <laughs> like, I'm born again. I'm born again. <laughs> sacrilegious. Abel Ed is like, oh, this guy's super religious. He's fucking that would like, be a red flag to me. Yeah. Like, even if, like, just coincidentally, like, he's not okay with those things. Yeah. Literally the things vampires don't like. He doesn't exactly. want them there. All right. Dude. I have to bring one and hide it. Just to have it with me. Mm. Yeah. Stuff your pockets with garlic. <laughs> yeah. Eat a lot of garlic bread before coming over. Just come over with a meatball sub. Hi, Jerry. It's so oh. nice to meet you. Just breathe it on him. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I'll be prepared. No vampires getting me. Fuck. That's I how Lindsay garlic. kills vampires with a breath. Yep. So easy. Oh my god. Uh, next day, they're all over there. Neighbor's house. Got the whole squad. Peter Vincent arrives a little bit late. That'd be me, and that's I'm always late. But that's dramatic. my dramatic entrance, like the Exorcist. He's all geared up. Ready to roll in his vampire outfit. He's all Peter Vincent mode, vampire actor mode. And Charlie is freaking out as he should be. Uh, he's freaking out, man. Yeah, Peter Vincent full actor mode, reassuring Charlie that he needs to know that the person is a vampire first before killing them, I guess. Even though he's leaving all his equipment in the car, kind of, except for the holy water stuff. But. All right, whatever. So they all meet. I'm just, I'm just skipping. <laughs> they all get inside. They all meet. Uh, oh, at this point, this is where we get to it. Jerry mm -hmm. is attracted to Amy immediately, which is creepy. Yep, she kisses nice her hand. Her. Yeah. As he walks off, and I yeah. think Amy and uh, friend, what's his name, Evil Ed, follow, yeah. and he yeah. says, "God, he's neat," and. Uh, that was in 1985. That was the equivalent of today's. He's hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Charlie's a little bit jealous. I mean, Charlie is like on edge. Like, oh man. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you came over here to help me kill this guy, and now you're like <laughs> drooling all over him. That's what Charlie's thinking. Yeah. Oh my god. So Peter gives Jerry the fake holy water. He Holy water isn't blessed. Jerry drinks it. 
Charlie, Charlie doesn't believe Charlie. Charlie immediately susses it out. It's mm-hmm. like this a little bit sussy. This is sus. Uh, he he calls it. He's like that was with that water wasn't blessed. He called it. It wasn't. And Peter's like, do you do you dare defy my vampire killing? No, whatever, whatever he says. Expertise but, or whatever. Yeah. How dare you? Jerry's line here annoyed the fuck out of me. Can I just say? Mm-hmm. So, after like this back and forth about the fake holy water, Jerry says something like, "You don't want to cause your friends more pain, do you?" Yeah, like, like, yeah. by doing the <laughs> the crucifix test, I guess. Yeah. Which is so stupid. Like, when has Charlie caused his friends pain? Like, that is such an exaggeration, and that would be a red flag. Yeah. Like, are you so desperate for these people to leave after you, like, agreed for them to come over? It was so over the top dramatic. And I don't know. I hated that. It may have been the, it may have been the way he said it that annoyed me, but. Right. You don't want to cause your friends more pain, do you? Like, it was so sickeningly manipulative. And nobody is like seeing this, but Charlie. Ugh. Yeah, he's not the most. Oh uh, yeah, I was just, I was just gonna say, even if you didn't believe he was a vampire, you would think something's weird with this guy. I don't know what, but this guy is weird. Very weird. Everybody's kind. Everybody in this movie is pretty weird. Not yeah. thinking about Yeah, <laughs> everybody's kind of weird. This is a weird town. <laughs> I feel like. This is my assessment. This, uh, like, I'm kind of jumping in early, and this is going to reflect my score later. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this movie was written by a couple of 13-year-old boys. And it's got all the elements of, like, the screenwriting a 13-year-old boy would do. Like, kind of <laughs> a weird plot, some messy dialogue, some cheesy stuff. Some cool special effects, grant you. Bunch of boobies. Uh, boobies yes yeah tons and tons of naked boobies like those are all the elements of a 13 year old boy's script you got it all here yeah it's i was gonna say out of all the vampires i've ever seen in movies like this is probably the worst one he's like (laughs) he's not he's not subtle most arrogant yeah he's not cool no, yeah. He like, considers himself cool. Yeah, at the most, I would give him points for being not even hot either. Like the people he do, <laughs> like the women he chose, were hot. I guess he's not even that hot. Not really. I not him was, by himself. I feel like he was uh, cast because they thought he was hot, and I can see that he probably was like the hot guy of his time. Like he was also Prince Humperdinck from Princess Bride. Uh, Also, he voiced Jack Skellington. He wasn't the singing voice because Danny Elfman was the singing voice for Jack Skellington, but he was also the speaking voice for Jack Skellington, apparently, which is really weird. Yeah. My hot take (laughs) is that Jack Skellington is more hot than Jerry the Vampire. I, I could see that. Hotness isn't always about appearances, and no. Jerry was like very much lacking in the hotness department. Just saying. 
Yeah. He chose hot victims, I guess, but <laughs> I give him points for that, I guess. But Jerry kind of sucks, honestly. <laughs> we spent we <laughs> spend so many, like, there's so many recordings we do where we talk about the hotness or lack of <laughs> for the characters. That's going to be a tear. That's going to be not any official at all. No, not shallow. <laughs> but again, attractiveness isn't always based on like physicality. No. And no. like Jerry, I'm I'm really just talking about that because I can't remember what movies that we've <laughs> watched. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> the man who laughs. I thought he was hot. He's yeah. a disfigured yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. He's got like a, a fixed joker smile all the time. I thought he was hot. <laughs> Yeah. Hotter than Jerry the Vampire. Yeah. I, I, I like emo boys. That's why I like... Yeah, you like you like the emo in the box. Yeah, I like Caesar. Caesar, yeah. Cesare. And <laughs> Jerry, Jerry was an emo. Cesare. Now. And he was... He Cesare. looks a bit... And just the... He looked older, I guess, than... I don't know. He was, oh, yeah, he was like younger. I don't know. It could have been a, a younger hot guy, I guess. Maybe it could have been uh, another high school kid. I guess. No, that would be even weirder. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Get that out. Weirder. Uh, it should have just been college-aged. Honestly, that would have made it less weird. But uh, yeah, whatever. Like the easiest, the easiest solution to all of this, honestly, and this is their fault, they could have kept the teenagers in. They could have. And they could have kept him in at the weird, like, middle age he is, uh, trying to seduce a teenage girl, if they made it clear that she was being purely hypnotized and was not attracted to him at all. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get into it later, but that is not what they did. No. No. Well, yeah. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to um, But, uh, all right, let's get to <laughs> We just got done shitting on Jerry the Vampire. <laughs> also, Jerry the Vampire. Come on, bro. Jerry. Jerry. Come on, Jerry. Come on, bro. All right. Not a cool name. Not a cool name. Gerard. Gerard. Now, Gerard. That's, yeah. That's just because I like Gerard Butler, I guess. <laughs> um, <she's- laughs> and the associations with Phantom of the Opera. Phantom. Okay, so that's it. Jerry subtly threatened, not even subtly threatens Charlie's friends. There we go. Peter takes out. Okay, so we go. Peter Vincent, vampire killer, takes out pocket mirror. Sees no reflection from Jerry. Ooh, I'm telling mom. Uh, (laughs) Immediately, uh, immediately gets shit scared. (laughs) He is scared, bro. Capitalist mm-hmm. scared, and he gets the fuck out of there. GTFO, I'm out. Get, get out of there, bro. Sort of pushes the kids out the door. Mm-hmm. Gets everybody out of there, and he gets to, he gets that out of there. He gets in his car and leaves. He doesn't even want to tell Charlie Charlie about what he saw. Idiot. If you see something weird, you got to say it, man. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but he does. He eventually tells Charlie though. No reflection. He's just like. He's like, oh, yeah, no reflection. Okay, bye. I guess he's he still just up. trying to keep his cool with, uh, yeah. in front of Jerry. Like, trying to hide that he knows what he is now. No, he was just scared. He was just, <laughs> just trying to get out of there. <laughs> nah, bro, he couldn't care less, bro. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, and he kind of just leaves the kids there <laughs> to die, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah. So, Amy and Charlie leave. Charlie's going to walk Amy home. That's nice. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Did Ed want to cut through the alley? Or Ed wants to just leave him? He wants to go through. But Charlie's like, he doesn't want to. Crazy alley. So, Ed goes alone. And Ed screams, scaring Amy and Charlie. Just a prank, bro. Ed pranks them immediately. Don't do that. <laughs> don't don't prank somebody before you're gonna die, <laughs> or is he gonna call for help? It's literally a story about that. Like don't don't do that. So they leave Ed walking through the fucking alley, creepy alley, and he is targeted by Jerry, obviously. So we get a longish kind of running scene, Eddie. Just running through the alley and then gets <laughs> stuck in a dead end. Of course. Of course, obviously. And then Jerry comes up, promises Eddie that nobody will pick on him anymore, make fun of him. All he needs to do is take his hand. And I thought Eddie never played Ed, Evil Ed. It's very good. Yeah. It's very, very good. I like how committed he was to it because he even cries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're into it. Like, see the yeah. sadness in his eyes. He was very good. But why does... I want to know why he chooses to like, feed off of some people and then convert other people. I mean, Eddie was just probably like... Controllable? Easy, yeah, easy choice. Against, goes against his friends. He doesn't... It's one less person, kid, that might be able to take him out, I guess. And he was the most... I mean... But then he, that's what I'm saying, though. He could have just as easily, like, drank his blood and killed him. Oh, and because Eddie also knows who Peter Vincent is. And I guess he, even though. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That actually, that makes, that makes a ton of sense. Even though I guess Jerry could also just follow Peter Vincent in bat form and figure out where he is, but whatever. I don't know if he can turn into a bat. We can see him turn into, like, a monster bat, but I don't know if we've seen him turn into a bat bat. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, Jerry does that. Bites. Well, we won't see it, but we cut to Charlie and Amy walking. They hear Eddie scream again. And Amy's like, ah, oh, he's just joking. He's goofing. That's another prank from him. And then they they hear, like, a loud noise and like the lights go out or like whatever. Uh, and they see like a broken <laughs> one of those fuse box things. I thought that was cool. Like the revealing yeah. of everything, like every step of the way. Jerry just fucking everything up. So they run and then they try to get, this is smart actually, try to get into a club, crowded people, a lot of people around. So less chance of something happening, but yeah, we see what happens now. You know, not let in. There's a long line, so you're not going to just be able to run inside <laughs> the club, bro. And then go, they go through the kitchen of the club, through like the window of the kitchen. I thought that was cool. That was a pretty cool way of going inside. And then that's when we cut to Evil Ed and Peter Vincent. Mm. Ed shows up at his door and says, you know, says something. I forget. He needs his help or something. The vampire. But uh, yeah, Peter Vincent lets him inside. Invites him inside. Peter Vincent's a really nice man. Yeah. <laughs> to be like helping these kids, letting them into his house anytime they want. 
He doesn't get a lot of visitors. You know? Yeah. Pitiful. Pathetic. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Anything for the fans? All three of them, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, Ed, straight up full of vampire, tries to attack Peter Vincent. He says he was a fan of his. So he saw he was a big fat phony. Can I? Uh, can I just say that Evil Ed gets yep. the award for the worst set of vampire teeth ever? Oh, really? <laughs> you didn't like it? Yeah. <laughs> Weren't like all of his teeth pointy, not even just his canines? It, yeah, it was kind of like he just had like four or five of them. She's like, <laughs> I did like the face, mate. Like the pra- practical effects looked really good. But no, nah, I mean, they probably, that's what they were probably going for is like, a weird set of fangs for him because you know he's he's not sexy or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, he's evil. It's kind of like in um, what are the what are the zombie movies we watched forever ago? I get so confused about the title, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, yeah. All the zombies yep. in that were different from each other, so I'm not I'm not mad at the idea of like assigning different looks to each vampire character. No, I mean I'm not putting that down i'm just saying he was a, a very lovely guy in real life so as a yeah. vampire he kind of looks scarier i guess you could say it is kind of funny because like the incentive for him to turn into a vampire was so that he wouldn't be bullied anymore and yeah. now he's got very bullyable features yeah. <laughs> just making fun of him right now <laughs> but yeah so yeah eddie is scary he's very scary dude <laughs> So he uh, tries to attack Peter Vincent. Ed tries to bite Peter, but Peter uses the cross. On that didn't make any sense to me either. That's another bee in my bonnet. <laughs> he comp- really? like he attacks him, and as part of his attack, he complains about how you weren't real. You were never real. You're a fake vampire hunter. Yeah. But like he never believed in the first place. So what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, man. These kids are weird. Everybody's weird. Man, these 13-year-olds and their script writing. <laughs> Swear to God. Yeah, well. There you go. So, so I'm just going to say it. We later find out that you need to have, I'm just going to say it. You need to have faith for the cross thing to work, right? Yeah, the crucifix, yeah. So how do I, so even if you don't have, did he have, I guess he had faith in the moment because he, like, there's a vampire attacking him in the moment. So I guess the cross worked because of that, even though later on we see it kind of doesn't, but all right, whatever. I'm just talking about Peter Vincent and his use of cross. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. Maybe it's because he put it directly on his skin. Maybe I mean that's a different effect. I guess I don't know, but we'll see. Maybe. It. maybe. Uh, so by the way, he uses it right on the screen and it leaves like a brand mark thing. I thought that was cool, like a brand thing. Uh, the effect looked great. So Peter fighting and both fighting, fighting, fighting. Or not, not fighting, but yeah, he kind of backs him off with the cross, and then it says, oh, my master, we're going to kill you slowly. And he jumps through the window. <laughs> and he jumps out the window. Which, uh, I always love, love a good jumping out the window thing. I love that. My friend will be here in 10 minutes, by the way. Oh, my God. You got to hurry. Go. Actually, she's very late, so. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah just keep going at this pace and I'll just dip out and you can finish. Um, 
I can also give you my rating that can be cut to the very end. Okay. Um, I just continued continue it and then there's going to be like a cut where you leave and, and just say that you left and, and you know, just keeping on to the end, I guess. Cool. Okay. So, so at this moment, Lindsay no longer here from this point on <laughs> in the recording. <laughs> so goodbye, Lindsay. Goodbye, Lindsay. Even though we you can hear her uh, rating at the end because we got that. So yeah. All right. So definitely be a little, little bit of editing going on here. First time this happens here. Okay. So where were we? We're at the club. The club. Oh yeah. All right. Cut back to Charlie and Amy. Charlie asks Amy to give him Peter's number. Jerry walking up to them in the club. And uh, here we go. Amy. Amy taken by Jerry in a trance-like state. So there's a bit of hypnosis going on here. Mm-hmm. And Jerry dances with Amy. Kind of a sexy dance. <laughs> I was gonna get Lindsay's whole. Uh, yeah, it's weird, <laughs> but yeah, well, it is what it is. So this dance is definitely sexier than anything from Nocturnal. So no chicken dancing here. So nope. just a lot of rubbing up on each other. So, yeah. Yeah. So Charlie tries to stop Jerry and tries to go for a punch, <laughs> like let her go. But uh, Jerry catches Charlie's punch because he's a vampire, obviously, and asks charlie to bring peter vincent to his house if he wants to see amy again so then that happens bunch of commotion charlie and amy taken by security and jerry kills both security guards showing he's a vampire to everybody around him got red eyes and the fucking claw things like nail claw things vampires have so just straight up kills two dudes in front of everybody right in the club it's crazy. It's kind of a weird club. It, it had a kitchen and tables and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, it was pretty cool, actually. And a phone phone booth right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn, bro. Yeah, it just straight up kills two people in front of everybody. And he ta- Amy uh, taken by J- J- Jerry again. And the whole commotion. Jerry takes her with him, kind of trans-like state. And we cut to Charlie going to Peter's house. Peter Vampire Killer. Charlie says it's only up to them to save Amy. Peter's very scared. <laughs> well, he, when he showed up, shows up, he automatically whips out his cross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Peter uh, whips out his cross and he's like, touch this. And Charlie touches it. He's not a vampire. Proven he isn't. Yeah, Peter's very scared. Uh, and Charlie's just like, yeah, Charlie says without his help, Amy will die, and probably me. I don't know why I like the way it's probably me. <laughs> probably yeah. me. Yeah, probably, dude. Not definitely, but probably. Probably. Peter Vincent just does not look up to it. He's like, I'm just a character. It's like, it's not even my real name. Yeah, he's very sad, very, very scared. Cut to Amy awakening by the fireplace in a very cute white dress. She looked really nice. It's a cool looking scene, actually. Yeah, by the fireplace. I need a fireplace, bro. I need, I need the <laughs> fireplace with the books on top and the wine and the robe. The nice the smoking jacket. Smoking jacket, yeah. Kind of like Scrooge in that one scene. But 
Amy resembles someone Jerry knew a long time ago, he says. And then Jerry starts taking his shirt off. I'm like, all right, dude. Oh, God, here we go. Amy asks where she is. Where is Charlie? And Jerry and Amy, uh, Jerry kind of starts seducing her, kind of having, but to, you know, have sex. So they're going for it, making out. And Jerry, Jerry bites her, which was surprising me. Surprising, actually. I did not expect Amy to just straight up be bitten by the vampire. That's crazy. I didn't expect that. Cut to Charlie straight up walking up to the house, vampire house. And then Peter Vincent also shows up in full Peter Vincent mode. All vampire killing mode. All straight up, just right into character. <laughs> Got all the vampire killing tools. Still scared though. <laughs> Even though he's putting up this front. He's still very, very scared by any noise, literally any noise. He he says, maybe we should sneak in through the back. But the front door opens by itself. Because literally, obviously, fucking Jerry knows they're there. The fucking idiots. Like Scooby-Doo. Right. <laughs> it's like these... Meddling kids. Yeah. The worst vampire hunters ever. <laughs> so they go inside. Like, literally no fucking pretense. Jerry just straight up shows up right in front of him. Like, he's not scared at all. <laughs> just shows up right at the top of the stairs. He's like, welcome to Fright Night, but real. <laughs> Peter pulls across. Doesn't work. Jerry crushes it. Jerry says Peter doesn't have the faith. You need to have faith for this to work. On me, yeah. Oh, on him specifically. Yeah. Okay, I guess. All righty. You got to get technical about it. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Probably from the earlier scene. So I was like, well, it didn't work earlier. Why does it work now? Yeah. <laughs> Had to write that in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But Charlie comes up, and Charlie does believe. If anybody believes, it's Charlie. He's a million right. percent into this. Yeah, he's all in. <laughs> he's all in. He's got uh, all the cards, showing all his cards. Fucking, so Charlie does. He, he puts the cross on him, puts the cross hairs on him, and it works. Jerry backs up. But Charlie gets knocked out by fucking Billy. Badass Billy. Badass Billy. Jerry's a lackey. Straight up gets knocked out of the from the top of the stairs, which is crazy. That's a crazy fall for anybody. I know. And then Peter runs away. <laughs> That's his first thing. He's like, I'm out. He was like, fuck this shit. He runs out the house straight up. And fucking Billy and Jerry just fucking laugh at him pretty much. It's like this fucking nerd. He, Peter runs to Charlie's house, literally to his mom. Charlie's mom. <laughs> mom will save you. Mom saves everybody. Jesus Christ! Literally <laughs> looking for an adult, a responsible, a responsible adult. Anybody, anywhere, please. I need an adult. He goes to Charlie's mom's room. Kind of weird, I guess, but mm -hmm. okay. And then he's like, he goes to her bed and literally shakes her awake. I guess that's a, that was his plan. But we see it's not his, Charlie's mom. It's Evil Ed. What the fuck? In a wig. In a wig. The red wig. In a raggedy Ann wig. Raggedy. <laughs> it's like Red Riding Hood and the Wolf. Gotcha. He tricked Peter Vincent. Peter Vincent walks out of the room. 
down to the hallway, bumps into like a table and crashes into it, breaking it. And then the one thing I did not expect, we see a wolf. Yeah, I have coming out slight problem with this. Yeah, me too. It's a wolf. I mean, yeah, it's a beautiful looking wolf too. I mean, yeah, this is not evil at all, even though it is. But yeah, I just have a problem with a vampire transforming into a wolf. Yeah. That belongs. I mean, to you know the, what I mean? Yeah, it's a werewolf. <laughs> I know, and it, if Lindsay was here, she'd probably tease us about it because you know, like I said yeah. on our Facebook group, and I'm more of a werewolf dude. So oh, I wish she was here. Oh, I, love, <laughs> I just wanted to see her what she thought about this scene. Literally, it's a werewolf. It's just straight up a werewolf. Fucking, it's a wolf. It's uh, got the red eyes. So the wolf, evil Ed, turned into wolf. He goes to attack Peter, but I guess Peter Vincent had like a, a stake pretty much. It's a piece of wood in his hand yeah. while that was happening. Uh, he gets attacked by the wolf and then they both or like the wolf accidentally, wolf accidentally impales itself on the stake and then gets and falls to the ground all the way down, downstairs. Yeah. And we see Evil Ed dying like sequence, which is, Long, kind of cool. yeah, it's long and detailed and graphic. <laughs> it's kind of like the reverse of the American werewolf in London transition, mm-hmm. where he turns into a werewolf. Yeah, and he, this guy's devolving into yeah, back into a human, which does not help. It looks like a werewolf, straight up. Peter is definitely traumatized. <laughs> Got a moment where fucking Evil Ed's dying and reaching out his hand to Peter, and Peter reaches out his hand to him, but he's like, What the fuck am I doing? Why am I? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, like I'm saying, Peter and Charlie and everybody are going to be super traumatized after what happened to them. Right. It's fucked up. Yeah, they're not, not going to lead any normal lives after this. Huh? Next scene, Jerry plops, Jerry the vampire plops Charlie down next to Amy, throws Charlie a piece of wood like steak. He says he's going to need it. So Charlie goes to his girlfriend, obviously, Amy, and he sees that she's a vampire or turning into a vampire, at least. She got bit. He's like, no, like Darth Vader. No, <laughs> no, no. But yeah, Peter, armed with a stake, goes back to Jerry's house. Because he's leveled up. Yeah, he leveled up. Yeah, literally leveled up. He goes back to Jerry's house, but which is now, uh, I wrote here, Jerry's the vampire's house is now smoking with evil energy. (laughs) (laughs) Evil vampire menacing energy, literally. At first, I thought maybe it's on fire. Maybe they're going to set fire to the house to trap Amy and charlie inside maybe that's their plan leave no evidence right i don't know i guess not i guess not Set in the mood it's literally just evil energy juice gas pouring out of the house and peter vincent gives the come on face like oh you gotta be fucking kidding me he gives that face like oh seriously i gotta deal with this shit so peter goes inside he is able to bust open the door charlie the room charlie is trapped in Peter says that everything's been like the movies. So I guess that's good. At least they have a frame yeah. of reference. Playbook. 
Yeah, they go by the vampire movie playbook. Uh, and then Peter says they have to kill Dane. Oh, here's his last name. I was looking for. They have to kill Dandridge, which is Jerry the vampire's last name, before dawn to save Amy. I guess that happened in a movie once. To in order to save <laughs> save somebody who's been bitten, you got to kill the vampire who bit them before sunrise. I guess because that's rule. So they leave. Peter and Charlie stopped by Billy, Jerry's henchman. And Peter straight up just shoots him in the head, which I thought was yeah, awesome. Without hesitation. Straight up. Awesome. That's what you got to do. That's what you should have done fucking two nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So Jerry comes in and Charlie makes him back off with the cross. And then he says, what does he say? He gives a one-liner before leaving. Jerry the vampire does. And then we see Billy in the background rising from the dead. He sits up like Mike Myers. <laughs> <laughs> And he's behind Charlie and Peter. And literally, literally, this is the fucking Three three Stooges gag. Like, this is Scooby-Doo. Like, they, they walk for a bit, and then they they feel the bad guy behind them. And then they slowly yeah. turn. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh. He's like, oh, he's behind me, isn't he? <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> and they turn around. Ah! They scream. So, yeah. And Peter shoots Billy a bunch of times. He was not... Billy's not going down at this point. Okay, at this point, my thought process was okay. So Jerry's a okay. vampire. Jerry's yeah. a vampire. Uh, Ed was kind of like straight up a werewolf, and then Billy. I thought maybe he was like a zombie at this. Yeah, point. that's what I got too. Yeah, like he was, he was moving like a zombie. He had his arms out like a zombie, like a typical zombie too. I was like, oh wow, maybe like okay, this is what they were doing. Maybe like yeah. a person. It's changes, you know. It was also made up of like the the green ooze too, you know. Yeah, it's like straight up zombie. But Charlie comes in with the stake to the heart, and it kills Billy. So Billy was a vampire, pretty much, I guess, in a sense. Charlie and Peter check on Amy. She's getting worse. I wish Lindsay was here. I would have made her say this part here. Uh, (laughs) Jerry is outside of the house, chilling outside of the house, and he says, "Amy, awake." I command you to awake. Show me how much you love me, Amy. Kill them both. That's his summoning her to kill Charlie and Peter. Now this Amy is straight up just vampire now. Like but long hair. She yeah. had short hair before. So. Yeah. Well, kind of at first I was like, it sounded like a different actress, but no, I mean, yeah. it's the same one. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a transformation. It was cool. Yeah. 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 Jerry stalking outside the window. It was like creepo. Peter and Charlie see them outside. And Peter and Charlie running around the house. I, I don't know what they were doing exactly. They're just running. And then Jerry comes flying in through the window. Squares up to Peter. Peter uses the cross. It doesn't work at first. He's like, I told you, you need faith. And then Peter finds his faith. And it starts working. And Peter is like, you're out of time, you vampire scum. <laughs> sunrise is happening. Gotcha, ass. It's beginning to sunrise outside. Jerry is out of time. And he's get burned a bit by the sunrise. Sunrise, and then he, you see him turn into a bat. <laughs> this is kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of a huge bat too. I mean, huge monster bat, not not nocturnal fucking cartoon bat. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up practical monster bat which just looked awesome yeah scary shit and he attacks peter 
Peter gets him on the ground <laughs> or is like pinned to the ground and oh yeah bad bad news Charlie grabs the monster bat and he gets bit on the arm uh oh so literally our main couple are both bit <laughs> Amy's right. a vampire Charlie's bit Jesus Christ and it looks like it hurt Charlie sells it like the scream Charlie goes like ah I can't do it, but it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> this is my best one. Ah! All right, so Charlie's been. What the fuck's gonna happen now? But they go downstairs for some. Why do they go downstairs? Are they looking for Amy or something? I don't know. Are they looking go for Amy, looking for Jerry, looking for something. So they're looking for some. <laughs> looking for the Lord. Looking for a way out of here. <laughs> so they go downstairs, and then. We see a hot woman coming downstairs, <laughs> downstairs in a fucking white dress. I'm okay with this one because she looks way older now <laughs> after her transformation. To the yeah, she kind of so looks not as creepy. Kind of, she looks. It's a vampire too. So, like, mm. come on, she looks hot. I like her vampire. Yeah, I like the same way I like trash in her zombie form too. Yeah. <laughs> I like, okay, I like Amy in her vampire form a lot more there than you know. Amy. And then Amy, base Amy. So I think I just attracted to a woman who can fucking kill me. What the fucking? <laughs> I think that's my kink or something. But uh, yeah, so she she presents herself to Charlie, kind of scary, and she's kind of seducing him a bit. But Charlie's holding on. Yeah. Not getting seduced. He uses a cross. He's like, stand back, and she pulls away and turns away from him. And he's like, hey, me. And she turns back and she has a fucking monster face. It's awesome. awesome. That looked cool. Like Melina from Mortal Kombat. Have you ever seen it? She has like a mouthful of rows of teeth. Also hot with the (laughs) monster teeth. I've seen the movies. I'm trying to think. That's why I was quiet. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, she's <laughs> Amy going all out attacking uh, Charlie. I, I just thought it was funny. Like, I like the scenario of um, somebody getting attacked by a monster and then just screaming for help. But <laughs> like, but you know, what I mean, it's kind of like yeah. Just What's that gonna do? Yeah, he is like he's screaming like Peter, Peter, while running away. But I, I just love that visual for some reason. I always love that. But Peter is busy boy he's looking for jerry in his coffin oh that's where jerry went yeah he was trying yeah. to, i guess it was all locked up and he was trying to bust the locks yeah. open or something yeah, yeah. that makes sense because it was sunrise and jerry automatically has to the vampire automatically has to go back to her coffin i guess i don't know he could have just hid in a room with no window like mm-hmm. windows or whatever but whatever just make it the easiest possible he's like, I'm, go- I'm gonna go to bed night <laughs> all right bye the night night um peter opens the coffin sleeping there and puts a stake through the motherfucker's heart and <laughs> puts for the stake tries to, tries to. Uh, we, we believe he uh, does but jerry sits up with the stake in his heart i like the sit up motion too i looked very like you <laughs> like a cartoon <laughs> if it made a no- if it made a noise that would have been it yeah so here we go. Everybody's looking at Jerry. Jerry pulls the stake out of the heart or chest, not heart, chest. But in yeah, doing kinda so, hit, kinda hit him in the left shoulder, I think. Yeah, yeah, shoulder area. 
Fucking Peter Vincent, you fucking idiot. How do you Betty. not know? <laughs> you've, done, you've done how many movies? <laughs> that might have been the problem in the movies he had to miss. Oh, true, as an actor, you know. Yeah. That makes sense. Just make, just make, <laughs> trying hard to cover up the plot. Any questions? But fucking Jerry, the idiot, he throws the stake at a wall, I guess. Fucking yeah. causing sunlight to come through. Yeah, like bust one of the windows they were painting. One of the windows. Yeah, one of the, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, how strong <laughs> busting through the wall? But yeah, it was Just a window. Name wall. So, like, okay. Thank you, Jerry, fucking idiot. <laughs> so he does that. They're fighting Peter Vincent. Jerry comes at Peter Vincent. Charlie is still dealing with Amy. But Charlie obviously saw there's sunlight there. So he fucking is bashing all the windows that he sees because all the sunlight's coming through like you would do in that situation. Smart. Charlie's smart. So he's doing that. Jerry can't go nowhere. He's trapped in between the light beams. Trapped, motherfucker. Trapped. Trapped. Trapped in a dungeon you created. So yeah, just busting through all the windows. Jerry comes trying to attack him and fucking Charlie pulls one of the covers out of the window wholesale causing like a huge ray of light to hit Jerry uh, directly right on causing him to <laughs> causing Jerry to fly backwards into the wall <laughs> blows him across the room blows him right across the room causing him to explode into a really cool effect, like the skin melting and the bones and the fire, and very awesome. It looked really cool. Yeah, his face kind of slides off his skull. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. like melting effect and a just explosion, leaving nothing, leaves nothing. And Charlie and Peter cover Amy from the sun, even though she's still a vampire. What's this good? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Oh, and they pick her up, and she's fine. I guess. Back to normal. Short hair and all. Short hair and all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, though, I guess Peter Rinson was right. You got to kill the head vampire to save somebody who was bitten. But literally, I've never heard that in any other vampire stuff ever. ever. Really? Have you? Yeah. Like, There's well, a few movies that are like that where if you kill the head vampire, but usually it's not the one that turns you. It's like you got to kill the head head vampire. Oh, uh, the main, main. Yeah. Guy. The head hunt, not the, yeah, I guess that may be back to some of them have used uh Nosferatu and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like the master, I guess, whatever, yeah, so good, good for them. <laughs> They're right, based off movie knowledge, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, she's fine. She uh, and they, uh, you know, hug and kiss, and Peter Vincent is a true vampire killer now. They all hug. And he gets a hug, too. and gets in on action. Yeah, gets in on the hugging action. Group hug. <laughs> Group hug. And we fade into the next night. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. Looks that way, yeah. <laughs> on this close time later, because Peter Vincent's back on TV. Uh, we fade into the house. Amy it's for and- sale. Vampire Jerry's house is for sale. Was it? Oh, I didn't even catch <laughs> Yeah. I didn't even clock that. That makes <laughs> that's pretty funny. I, I like that too because uh, they said before that the person who was trying to sell it had trouble selling it, but now they're 
they were they able to sell it to a they sold it to a vampire and now they have to sell it again <laughs> that sucks forever selling that fade into the room amy and uh what's his fucking name charlie i'm macking out on bed and we got peter vincent on tv back in the role yeah that's cool yep and he's giving up on vampires and moved to uh aliens yeah move on to aliens and we see a little bit of the alien movie on uh tv charlie turns off the tv and he sees something across from the his room, like look like red eyes from across the mm-hmm. window. Ooh, what could this mean? Sequel. Mm. <laughs> and Amy, <laughs> Amy says, "Is something wrong?" And he's like, "Nothing." Yeah, not doing that again. Learn my lesson. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he jumps back into bed and starts making out with his girlfriend. And we cut back to the neighbor's house, and we see. There was something there. Mm-hmm. Cue to credits. All right. And there you <laughs> go. All done. Oh, my God, man. So my rating of this movie, as I said before, it felt like it was written by two 13-year-old boys who were very horny and uh, wanted to put in all of the things that 13-year-old boys love, which is like some cool monster special effects and lots of titties. (laughs) But I will say that as far as monster special effects go, these were awesome. So based on that and Evil Eddie alone, okay, I give this 2 out of 10 green monster bloods. Nice. Did you say 10 out of 10? Two. Two out of 10. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's even lower than the the lowest one you had before. No, this is the second. My lowest was actually one. Oh, was it? Oh, damn. Mm -hmm. Damn, it was for Fran Krantz. Yeah. I gave it a one because of Fran Krantz. (laughs) (laughs) Fran Krantz is automatically three. One, yeah. You guys are wild. <laughs> Alrighty then. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, feels weird. <laughs> well. Well. That's uh, that's how it shook out. That's why Lindsay wasn't here. She had to leave, and she gave her rating, as you already must have heard before me saying this. <laughs> We we've a uh, strand calculated the rating uh our point system of the average of our ratings and Lindsay came out as the most critical, yeah. Yeah, most critical. Yeah. I mean not by a lot, but like yeah. a point, but I mean still. Yeah. As long as the movie isn't fucking horrible to or boring to watch. <laughs> like uh, boring is the most horrible thing a movie can be. And this movie wasn't yeah. boring. It nope. was fun. Moved along at a good pace. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to give your thoughts? Yeah. So, again, I mean, this movie is a little nostalgic for me because, you know, it did come out in 85. And, you know, I tend to pick movies from the 80s because, you know, I like to watch them again. I like you guys to see them too. Get a fresh set of eyes and a fresh opinion and 
all that good stuff. I've always liked this movie, and it, it's kind of one of those movies where I think any horror fan kind of has it in their bag as one of their top 10, 20, you know, 100, whatever. You know, it still plays well to a point. I mean, there's, I mean, there's things you're going to have to go along with because it was the 80s and it is a horror movie. And, you know, the, the issue with vampires, the only, I, the only issue I had was, you know, Evil Ed turning into a werewolf. I, you know, I kind of think werewolves are their own thing, not a a vampire thing. But, you know, they were still playing around with it back then, so trying to figure it out. I do recommend this movie. And I would give it six and a half vampire werewolves out of ten. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a normal. Just, you know, it's an 80. The biggest positive is the effects like the practical effects still hold up mm-hmm. yeah. still very disturbing like you show somebody today ed's like death scene and it's like wow that's it's hardcore yeah, right? that yeah. was a cool d transformation i will mm-hmm. give you that another than that it's just still you know it's, it's very uh, like the meta of like uh, like people knowing that vampires exist, like they have vampire movies and then like Peter, the vampire hunter and everything, that whole thing. Yeah. I like that. I like that. It's different, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not like crazy good either. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not horribly bad. It's not crazy good. It's very, you know, it's very, uh, you know, like it's not a, a super like, offensively bad or you know anything you can show this to somebody and then be like yeah that's good so i felt after watching it yeah it's pretty good i enjoyed that you know yeah that's fine i'm kind of with you i was going to give it a six out of ten it, it does some cool stuff the ideas but it doesn't yeah. doesn't you know do anything mind-blowing right so it's very acceptable standard movie that people can enjoy and watch and recommend and that's fine i see there's a remake of it have you seen yeah, the remake i mean i can't give you really an opinion on it right now because i'd have to rewatch it but yeah mm-hmm. i did see it yeah i'd be interested to see the remake and see any uh you know maybe the remake makes this one a thousand times better or something <laughs> or or maybe the remake you know change some stuff for it the better or something like yeah. yes, it's just a very standard normal movie I didn't. Just the creepy part is older guy with the high school chick. It could be because you know a lot of the movies back then were, were like that, were geared towards that demographic. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's one of those things. Yeah, six out of ten. It's fine. Yeah. It's not fucking The Godfather, you know, but <laughs> not not you know The Room either. It's not horrible. So yeah, that's. Pretty much it, unless you wanna uh, any any anything anything for. Well, I think we are gonna continue our vampire theme for another movie or two. Mm-hmm. And another, um, we also asked a question on our Facebook group, uh, asking our listeners what their favorite vampire movie is. So far, it looks like Interview with a Vampire is probably one of the. Oh my God. Top ones everybody talks about, which is, you know, it's a good movie. I like the movie. So mm-hmm. I've never seen it. I've heard a lot of good stuff about it, though. Yeah. Shout out to our, our group members for 
answering questions and being engaged. I really like that. It helps us out too. Cause you know, that might be a movie we do sooner than oh, later. You want to give them, you want to say the Facebook group just in case anybody. Wants- yeah. I, if you're on Facebook, just go to, you, you can search stories to dismember. Yeah. It should pop up. Mm-hmm. Now on TikTok too, stories to dismember TikTok. Uh, no Twitter. Not gonna touch Twitter. It's burning. <laughs> and maybe in the future a Patreon. Yeah, we got a lot of cool ideas. We're getting a lot of listeners. We're very happy you guys are joining us and hanging out with us and get some little more interaction so we can give you the content you want to hear. I mean, yeah, you know, we want to do what the people want. If you're out there listening, thank you. We love you. Yes. And if you got an opinion on the movies we're doing, let us know. We might yeah. read it on air, on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. If you're like Lindsay and you didn't like Fright Night, let us know. And if you're like me and Miguel and you thought it was pretty good, let us know. Or, you know, some people have this as their number one horror movie, which is awesome. We'd yeah. like to hear your opinion as well. Yeah. Just message. Uh, what's the email again? Stories to dismember at gmail.com. Hmm. Nice. Or you can message us on TikTok or Facebook or whatever you like. Yeah. Whatever you like. Hey. All righty. That should be it, I guess. Yeah, I think that's good. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Stories to Dismember podcast. Please be sure to tell your friends, subscribe, and leave a rating. You can contact us at stories to dismember at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on TikTok at Stories to Dismember. The music for Stories to Dismember is provided by Wen Feather, and episodes are edited by Stratton Meyer. We can't wait to hang out with you next time. Bye bye.